We thank you for your presence in this room. And for all those joining with us through our broadcast this morning. There is no distance in prayer, Father. Just touch them wherever they are. Whenever they will hear the sound of my voice this morning. Let your spirit reach out to them. Let your power touch them as they before. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Raise up your hands and shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Raise up your hands and shout hallelujah. Raise up your hands and shout hallelujah. Amen. Be seated. We began a series last Sunday. Rejecting Satan's school of spiritual captivity. This morning, we're going to continue the session on rejecting Satan's school of spiritual captivity. We took our text from the book of First Peter, chapter five, verse eight. Can we get there? First Peter, chapter five, verse eight. Let's get there quickly. First Peter, chapter five, verse eight. You can read it from there. The book of First Peter, chapter five, verse eight. Rejecting Satan's school of spiritual captivity. There is a school of captivity that the enemy has put a lot of people. A lot of people have been held in Satan's school of spiritual captivity. In that school, they are held captive. It's your decision to be sure that the devil or enemies cannot hold you down in a school of captivity. Are we there quickly? First Peter chapter 5, verse 8. Are you there? You can read. Stop there. He said, Be sober, be vigilant. A lot of people, you know, they're not very vigilant. They live in a compound, they are careless. Enemy is watching their steps, enemy is watching out to pick something from them. But they're just careless. He said, Be sober, be vigilant, because your enemy, the devil, is going like a royal lion, seeking womb to devour. Listen to me. We live in a time where people are looking how to set spells, exes on people to bring them down. It's my prayer that in this end time, no power will bring you down. Amen. I didn't hear you, man. The devil is out in this end time to bring people down in different ways. So the devil has set up seven schools of spiritual captivity. Last Sunday, I began talking about the school of fear. I said in the school of fear, there are seven classes. There is the fear of the future. There is the fear of enemies. Fear of public opinion. Fear of poverty and failure. Fear of death. Fear of sickness. And fear of tragedy. Number two school the devil has set up is the school of worry. I have not seen anything as captivating as worry. That is why for me, people who have been with me for years discover that nothing gets me worried. Nothing gets me worried. Whatever it is, I know the end of the matter will be better than the beginning. I also know that God we serve is the Alpha and the Omega. It is the beginning, it is the end. So your enemies can only speak in the middle. Your enemies can only do things against you in the middle. That's why the prophet Amos said, Rejoice over me, not over my enemy. For if I fall seven times, I will rise seven times. 
It means you can't go down. The end of the story is it's no matter what they do, you are coming up. If you have that understanding of God, nothing will move you. Because you know the God I serve cannot fail me. They can walk in the middle, they can do anything in the middle, but in the end of it, I am coming out glorious. Tell your neighbor, I have a glorious destiny. See, I have a glorious destiny. Tell your neighbor, I must end well. I didn't hear you. Say, I must end well. I didn't hear you. Say, I must end well. No believer should lose hope. No believer should come to a point in his life where he feels as if the devil is winning. The devil is a loser. Nobody has lost so much like the devil because he was once in heaven and is now in hell. That losing is so great. He was once in glory. Now he has lost all the glory. He has lost everything that has to do with the glory. So it's a loser. Don't allow the devil to tell you you're a loser. Nobody has lost as much as the devil. He was once in heaven. Today is in hell. Greatest of all losing. What am I saying? Seven school of Satan's spiritual captivity. Number one, school of fear. Number two, I talked about last Sunday, school of worry and anxiety. Number three, school of bad behavior. Listen to me. Bad behavior will hinder you. There are people who are good. They are very good. But they have a bad behavior. A lady called me from the UK. And said, so these white people, they are not okay. Every time I go to work, after a week, they will sack me. I said, what time do you resume? He said, you know, I live very far. Sometimes I resume 8.10, 8.20. He says, seven companies now have fired me. I said, listen, the white man have no room for lateness. One minute, you are fired. Ah, he said, daddy, I didn't know. I thought it's an attack. I said, no, you are the one attacking yourself. You are the one attacking yourself. Live where you are living four hours to your duty. You are consuming by eight. Leave your house as early as four or four thirty. Be at the train station. You know, early morning train people will be many because it's cheaper. Not only you want something cheap, people will be there many because they want to get home to the work cheaper. So if you are late, you won't get access to the train. You miss a train. You miss four thirty train. You miss five o'clock train. You miss five thirty train. You are going to get to work, start getting home by seven, and you're going to be late. What am I saying? School of bad behavior. Enemy can use bad behavior. In fact, a lot of people, their enemies attack them with the spirit of character disorder. When they want to fight you, they can't fight you. They give you arrow of character disorder. You'll be behaving badly. You would think the behavior is okay, but it's bad. With that behavior, you will scare your helpers. With that behavior, you will scare good coming to you. So the tough school, enemy has kept many people today. Satan, I kept many today away from the miracle, is the school of bad behavior. Bad behavior is the beginning of your exit from Eden. Eden is a place that have rules. Eden have rules. You know, in Eden, there were rules. The devil came and told them, did God say, you cannot eat this fruit alone? Why the fruit in the center? When they tell you don't eat the fruit in the left or right, why the center? Then he deceived them. When he deceived them, how did he deceive them? School of bad behavior. He deceived them with three things. He deceived them, number one, with the love of the eyes. What they saw. He said, look at the fruit. It's beautiful for food. Beautiful for food. And he went further. 
I said, if you eat this fruit, you will no longer die. You know, that will bring you a bad promise. A bad promise. I was over yesterday. Somebody that did something very occultic to get money, he had just seven days to leave. And I saw the way he cried. And I told him, man, you are deceived. I said, this, your own covenant is a different type. And he said, daddy explained to me. I said, you sold your life. When you sell your soul to the devil, you can't get it back. Let nobody deceive you. You can't get it back. It's, it was an open-eye covenant. You sold your soul. And what he's supposed to do, he did. Is a clean business. Everybody deceives you. He's telling you a lie. You're going to die. What am I saying? The devil is deceptive. The devil deceives a lot of people. It's only God. The blessings of the Lord that make rich and added no sorrow. Only God. Let nobody deceive you. Only God. The blessings of the Lord will make you rich and will add no sorrow. There's somebody here. Under the sound of my voice, I see things turning around for you. Amen. I hear a turn around for you. Amen. I see a turn around for you. Amen. Raise up your hands and shout hallelujah. hallelujah. Number one, school of fear. What is fear? Fear is false evidence appearing real. Number two, school of worry and anxiety. People just get worried. Sometimes people worry over something that may not even happen. They go sit down and begin to worry. They worry and worry and worry. And in the end, that thing they worry about may not even happen. Somebody told me he was owing. Whenever a car passes front of his house, his heart will cut. The car is not even coming to him. He's not even the target. But why? The spirit of worry and anxiety. What am I saying? Number one, school of fear. Number two, school of worry and anxiety. Number three, school of bad behavior. Character disorder. It will make you behave wrong. You will behave wrong. You will miss your edit. You will miss your chances. You just miss it off. Number four, school of evil speaking. School of evil speaking. Many have destroyed their life by what they say with their mouth. Many, what they say with their mouth. The school of evil speaking. They say any man or woman that cannot control his mouth is like a city without war. City without war. Be careful if you want to be something. You want to rise up in the race of life. Be careful what you say. Number two, be careful what you hear. When somebody begins to speak too negative, for me, I can avoid the person. Because I know negativity will do only one thing in your life. It will bring you down. But if you are positive, no matter what enemy do, you are going to make it in your life. There is somebody here this morning, God is opening doors for you. Amen. That no man can shut that door. Amen. Because God has given to you the keys of David. He said, I have for you the keys of David. Whatever doors you shut, no man can open. Whatever doors you open, no man can shut. Raise up your hands and shout hallelujah. Keys of David. See, I have the keys of David. See, I have the keys of David. Raise up your hands and shout hallelujah. Seven school 
of satanic captivity. Number one, school of fear. Number two, school of worry. Number three, school of bad behavior. Number four, school of evil speaking. What you say, what you say, life and death is in the mouth. Life and death is in the mouth. The Bible says, God told Moses, don't ask me who will go down to hell and bring the devil down. Don't ask me who will come to heaven and bring a solution. God said, don't ask me. Tell the people, it is in thy mouth. It is in thy mouth. It's in thy mouth. Your solution is in your mouth. If you can speak good words, if you can be positive, if you don't allow the devil to finish winning you, surely you are going to win. You know why? You are more than conqueror. Say, I am more than conqueror. Say, I am more than conqueror. Number four, school of evil speaking. What you say? School of evil speaking. People, are, some people are just too good in evil speaking. They speak negative. They see negative. They only know negative. But the truth is this: life and death is in the tongue. Life and death is in the tongue. Raise up your hands and shout hallelujah. Number five, school of stealing from God. Many don't understand this. School of stealing from God. Whatever comes to you as a money, 10% of that belongs to God, not a law. People think it's a law. It's not a law. Abraham tied to Melchizedek before the law. The law began with Moses. Let nobody deceive you. The law began with Moses. Abraham gave 10% to Melchizedek in war. Why? What does that mean? It's not a law. It's honor. You are saying God. As I was saying, even in God before Christianity came to Africa, our forefathers, when they farm, before they touch, before they touch the farm, before they start selling what they are invested, they bring out some portion and take it to the shrine. Before they start selling, before they touch it. That is honor, honor. You say, God, this has come to me. I want to honor you. You know what it means? You choose whether you want 100% cost money or 90% blessed money. You can choose to hold your 100%. The truth is, the devil will come and collect the 10%. You get sick. Things will happen. You buy something is fake. You try to invest in something. You lose your whole money. In the end, you are the big loser. You are the big loser. You may get more money, but if the money is cost, it will not be useful for you. Never be useful. Never be useful. You can be you can imagine, you know, many with bad behavior, you know, who go about doing a lot of evil. You discover that no matter how the amount they earn a day, they can't see it because the money is cost. Money can be cost. I bought something for a place in Abulegua and I wanted to give them cash. Later, I made a transfer. I was to give them cash and pay another part in transfer. I made the transfer, but I didn't give them the cash. They didn't remember, and I left. After four days, I came back and said, uh, please, there was an error that what I paid you, the bank supposed to come in cash, but I held the cash. You saw the cash in my hand, but later I went away with the cash. 
When I was doing my balance at the end of the day, I discovered I didn't give you the cash. I just brought the cash to you. You might have told me, there is no way we would have known because at every time you come to our shop, we have over 20 people we are coming to at that time. So there was no way we would have known. You might just pick something from there. What's the money that I brought back? And say, please take this. Go with it. Sometimes even till now, I buy something there. If it's not much, you will say, please don't pay. People wonder why. He said, this man did something that surprised me. The truth is this. When saying your money will be blessed or cost. Ten Nera. Ten Nera can spoil a million Nera. Ten Nera that is bad can spoil a million Nera that is good. What are we talking about? School of stealing from God. Malachi 3 8. Can you go there? Malachi 3 8. Exodus chapter 20, verse 15. Another person, Leviticus 19, verse 11. People don't even know that if you if you are late in paying your tithe, you need to even put an interest. They don't know. It's, I'll show you. I'll show you this morning. If you are late in paying your tithe, you need to put an interest. I will show you. Let's quickly see Malachi 3 8. Exodus chapter 20, verse 15. Leviticus 19, 11. Psalm 50, verse 18. School of stealing from God. Can you go there quickly? Anyone you see, you can read. Malachi 3 8. Exodus 20, 15. Leviticus 19, 11. Yeah, right on. Mm -hmm. Continue. That's all. He said, Thou shalt not steal. So I'm talking about stealing from God. You can steal from God what belongs to Him. There was a time somebody told me, He came to me and told me his tool. I said, What did you steal? He said, There's something that God did for me here in this church. I didn't testify it, I stole that testimony from God. He said, But I've come to tell you. This is something what God used you to do. I, I, I look at him and say, this is serious. He said, yes. He said, he has been not been happy that you have not told me. This is what God did. He said, and God told him in his mind, you stole that testimony. You didn't give it out for people. I said, this is serious. Let's see the next one. Malachi 3, 8. Another one, Leviticus 19, 11. Another one, Psalm 50, verse 18. Let's go there. Let's go there quickly. Malachi. Yes. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. That's right. Stop there. Stop there. He said, "Can a man rob God?" And you say, "No." How can we? We don't see you. We don't know where your money is. We don't know where what belongs to you is. And God said, "Yes, you robbed me." And he said, "How have we robbed you?" He said, "In your tithe and in your offerings." What did he say? Can you go ahead quickly? Go ahead. Continue. That's right. Uh -huh. That's right. Stop it, stop it. Look, he said, people make this mistake. He said, bring the tithe into my storehouse. What do you mean? The place where resources will be used for the kingdom. That's how you might say, a money I will never touch is tithe. I will make sure I use it for something that has to do with the house. I will keep it somewhere. When something happens that has to do with the house of God, I was okay. I think I'm safe now. I'll put it there to make sure it goes. He said that there may be meat in my house. There may be meat in my house. Can you go ahead? Go ahead. Go ahead. Stop there. You see, if you read the book of Exodus, he said, Do not test the Lord your God. But here, God is saying, In this issue of tithe, test me. 
He said, don't never test God. But here, God himself said, but on this issue, test me and see if I will not open heaven windows and pour you a blessing that there will be no room to contain. There is somebody here, your heavens is opening, your gates is opening, favor is coming to your life. God is opening windows of heaven for you. When heaven opens windows for you, your life cannot remain the same. There is somebody here, as you go into this new week, I see heaven windows opening for you. Raise up your hands and shout hallelujah. Raise up your hands and shout hallelujah. Can we read the next one? Leviticus 19, 11. Psalm 50, 18. Anyone? Any of them? That's right. Uh-huh. Stop it. Next one. Can we go there? Psalm 50, 18. Psalm. When thou sowest 18, mm-hmm. then thou consentest with him, mm-hmm. and have been partaker with adulterers. Okay, stop there. You see, the issue is this: when you give to God what is due to Him, God exhausts whatever you do. There is somebody here. I see your heavens opening. Amen. I see doors opening for you. Amen. I see favor coming upon your life. Amen. Number six, school of Satan captivity, school of prayerlessness. Number six, school. School of prayerlessness. School of prayerlessness. Where you don't pray, you don't pray at all. Let's see Isaiah 55 or 6. Another person, Isaiah 65, 24. Isaiah 55, 6. Isaiah 65, 24. Zechariah 13, verse 9. Any of them? Can you go there? School of prayerlessness. Let's get there. Six. That's right. Seek ye the Lord. That's and right. Stop there. You continue. He says, Seek God in prayers when you can find Him. There are some time you don't pray any, you can't be as God, you can't find Him again. Can you go ahead? Call upon Him mm-hmm. while He is near. He said, Call on God while God is near. Continue. Let the wicked mm-hmm. forsake His way. That's right. And the unrighteous man has His. Stop there. School of bad behavior. School of bad behavior. The other one, school of prayerlessness. You see, always seek God. Use that matter to seek God. I want to give you a prayer this week. Just write it down. A prayer this week. You should pray throughout the week from Monday through to Sunday. Deuteronomy 28, verse 1 to 14. Early morning, read it in prayer. Use it as your prayer. Say, God, I lay hold of this covenant. God, I lay hold on this promise. As you want to pray that promise, that covenant, drop salt in your bath water, drop sugar, drop honey if you have, drop these three things in your water. Read that scripture and say, God, this is a promise. This is a covenant of your word. This new week, I lay hold on this promise and see what will happen, how God will answer to your honor. Many leave their house in the morning. They think is they have strength. They think that they have power. If I tell you how many people get missing in Lagos every day, you'll be shocked. How many they leave their house in the morning? They didn't come. We get calls. We get many calls. We didn't see the person again. Some say, Oh, we just checked. The person has been killed. We just checked. The person is being held somewhere. We just checked. So when you go out in the morning and you come back and you can't say, God, I thank you. 
You can say God. Now, especially now, with the election coming, they are carrying people. Because the anybody that will win require a number of heads. It's not the campaign. When the campaign, they are defeated, it's not the campaign. Whoever gives enough to the rulers of darkness is the one that will get there. I told somebody I said the three, the, the three contending candidates, they all have a secret power. All, all. I, I've checked it. I didn't see anyone that doesn't have connection with the prince of darkness. I didn't see anyone among them. And I even know where. I know even where. I know, I know the altars, all of them. So you have to be careful. Very careful how you move. How you move out and come in. People are looking for people to destroy. People to kill. Bible said it's not even now it began. Jesus said there are some Galileans that Herod used their blood to mix his sacrifice. Jesus said that. It's not, 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 not Jesus said that. So Galileans, Herod used their blood to make himself a man on the throne. So you know that it's not today. It's not today. Herod used the blood of those Galileans. They are strangers. If you're a stranger somewhere, you have to be very careful. Mentally, they look for the people who don't know the way. Or you start asking people, hey, where is he? They are, they are, they are marking you. So this person is new. They are marking you. And hey, where is he? They are marking you. You keep on going about asking. They will say, okay, this one is easy for us to, to catch. Well, I came into the airport, 3 a.m. in the morning. I said, okay, I will go home. I, we're still in the other side there. I will go home. I took an airport taxi and I told him where I was coming. We got to the bridge of the airport. He moved, he was moving towards Allen. And I told him, I said, Do you know why I stayed at your back? He said, No. I said, I'm planning to bend your neck and break it. He said, What did I do? I said, Because you are going to the wrong way. I'm not new in Lagos. I live in Lagos. I have two minutes more to break your neck. I'm from the US. I will break your neck now. You'll be there. And for me, I will be alive. He said, I'm sorry. So he turned, came back to America Express Room. When he brought me to Awori, he said, Please, hope you will not break my leg again. He said, Because I've been so scared. I said, I wonder when you came in, you sat behind and you came at my back directly. I said, I have a reason why I'm at your back. I'm at your back, and I told you what I want to do. So if you are a stranger, they mark you. Suppose I don't know the way, he will say, Okay, good. It's good, it's good to go. What am I saying? School of prayerlessness. Always pray. Be prayerful. Let's go quickly and see Isaiah 65, 24. Let's see Zechariah 13, 9. 13, 9. Any of them you can read. Isaiah 65, Yeah, that's right. Mm-hmm. Stop there, stop there. There's a level of prayer. He said, the time will come. Before they will call, I will answer. There is somebody here today. Any prayer you will pray on this mountain this morning, God will answer your prayer. Amen. Your prayer this morning on this mountain, God will give answers to you. He will give you speedy answers in Jesus' precious name. Let's see the next one. Let's go there. Zechariah 13, verse 9. Let's go there. Zechariah 13, verse 9. School of prayerlessness. He said, The time will come before you will pray, I will answer. Can we get there quickly? Can you there? You can read Zechariah 13, verse 9. Prayerlessness is a problem. If you don't pray, you become a prey. That's right, go ahead. That's right. That's right. Look at what he said there. 
Stop there and say they will call on my name and I will answer them. If you come to God, you must come to them with faith. With faith. Well, some of these they were discussing about the mistakes of the Biafran war. Now this is the seventh. When they're not there. And the person now told me, he said, ah, he said, I don't really think it's a mistake. I asked him why. He said, because he believes God knows about it. God knows about it. The mistakes. They made some mistakes. They made some mistakes. But he said, God have a reason for allowing that war. I said, I think you have a point. So you have a point. You have a point. School of prayerlessness. Number seven. School of ingratitude. Say, I'll be grateful to God. I didn't hear you say, I'll be grateful to God. Say, I'll be grateful to God. You know, many say, oh, the man say he's not feeling happy. He's looking for a job. And I said, but you didn't thank God and looking for a job. He said, how? I said, do you see that man passing there? He looked and the man was mad. I said, can this man look for a job? <laughs> can this man look for a job? Do you know whether he's more qualified than you? This madman, no man. So there is always something for you to be grateful to. There is something for you to be happy for. Another school of Satan is school of ingratitude. School of ingratitude. Saying, oh God, how can I be grateful? How can I be grateful? You don't even know what happened while you slept this night to this morning. How many things tried to kill you and God saved you? How many evil powers came to your bed when you were sleeping? They tried to strangle you and God intervened for you. School of ingratitude is a school of Satan. Let's see Romans 1, 21. Romans 1, 21. Psalm 38, verse 20. Romans chapter 17, verse 13. Jeremiah 18, verse 20. Can we get there? Write them down. Psalm, Romans 1, 21. Ingratitude to God. That is the biggest ingratitude. Ingratitude to God. Then, it's a sign of wickedness. Psalm 38, verse 20. Is a penalty. Proverbs chapter 17, 13, Jeremiah 18, 20. Can you read the anyway? Romans 1, 21. That's right. Because that's when they knew God. Mm -hmm. They glorified him not as God. Stop it. They knew God, but they didn't give him the glory. They didn't give God the glory as God. Why? Why? Stop there. He said they were not thankful to God. They became ungrateful. Can you go ahead? In their, In their imagination, they became ungrateful. And their foolish heart was darkened. And their foolish heart was that They were not grateful to God. Let's see the next one. Can you read it for us quickly? Next one. Psalm 38, verse 20. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 13. Jeremiah 18, 20. Can you remember? Any of them you are, you can read for us quickly. Any of them you can read? 20. Yes. Mm -hmm. For good are mine mm -hmm. and perfect, mm -hmm. because I follow the things that good is. Something. He said, Those who render evil for good, you do them good, they pay you back with evil. God said, I'm not happy with them. Let's see the next one quickly. The next one. Jeremiah 18 20. You can read it for them. Right chapter 17, verse 13. You can be there. Uh huh. He said, Whosoever render evil for good, calamity will not leave his house. 
Can you go ahead quickly? Read the next one. Jeremiah 18 20. Uh huh. That's right. Stop there. Those who pay evil for good. So please be grateful. Be grateful to God. Be grateful to God. What is your way out of this school of Satan's captivity? Number one, be bold. Tell the neighbor, be bold. Tell the neighbor, be bold. Number two, quit the school of worry. Number three, disconnect from bad behavior. Number four, control your tongue. Number five, pray your way to heaven. Number six, be prayerful. Number seven, be thankful to God. When you are thankful to God, you'll be out of Satan's school of slavery. Can you rise wherever you are right now? Place your hand on your head. Say, oh God, whenever the enemy has held me in captivity, I lose myself now. Whenever the enemy has held me in captivity, 